Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Charlotte Cleaning Podcast, where we handle a mix of cleaning insights and also interviewing and chatting with some of Charlotte's most successful people, entrepreneurs, business owners, top sales producers, general managers, you name it. If they've climbed the ladder to success, we want to hear about it. So join us today as we talk with a special guest, Tom Boley. Tom is an incredibly successful business owner with just about 20 years of experience running his own company in the stock and investment industry. And he's here with us today to share his journey. So without further ado, let's welcome Tom Boley. Hello, hello, Tom. Well, hello there. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, uh, Yeah, why don't you go uh, start out by telling people what you do, a little bit about your journey, um, and yeah, what led you to where you are today in your business? Okay, well, kind of, I guess, start chronological and go from uh, when I was in school um, back in Washington, D.C. I really, I studied for accounting, um, uh, got my accounting degree in uh, 1983, and immediately went to work for a public accounting firm. Uh, worked in public accounting for 20 years. Um, of course, passed the CPA exam in 1984, um, made partner in one of the largest um, CPA firms in the Washington, D.C., met, uh, Baltimore, Maryland metropolitan areas. And uh, uh, really just, you know, as a result of that, was able to study a lot of different businesses and analyze, you know, what worked in businesses, what didn't work. Um, and that really helped me in my journey when I started earningsbeats.com, which was in 2004. So uh, one of my uh, friends um, back in the late 1990s was a uh, uh, sub, well, he subleased space from our accounting firm. Uh, he had his own financial services business. And he and I would, uh, during lunch, sit down and talk about the market. And um, that's kind of where a lot of the thoughts about earnings beat started. Um, and uh, eventually, um, after the dot-com bubble in 2000 to 2002, um, I had, he, uh, my buddy did a lot of uh, investing himself. He had a pretty big um, portfolio. And I had talked to him about some of the market internals back in 2000, not looking very good. And uh, I was able to get him out of the market and save him a bunch of money. And so that was where he thought, okay, why don't we do something together and start a business? And really for the education of individual investors, that was the whole idea was to try to teach people a little bit more about the market because so many people are afraid to invest, um, don't invest, which is the worst of all scenarios. Um, The risk of not investing is a lot greater than the risk of investing. Wow. And so, yeah, so went all the way through to 2004, and that's when uh, we started Earnings Beats, and the journey began. So when you started it, do you feel like you started it as a hobby, or you knew it was going to be a full-time business? Oh, no, we started as a full-time business. I gave up public accounting. Oh, okay. Um, so I, that was it. I mean, I was, I was uh, working full-time, more than full-time. Um, I think I was working two, two-time or double-time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, getting a uh, business started is, uh, is not an easy proposition. So yeah, we, we put our total effort and time into it and, and a lot of investors money. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then when you talk about it, you know, not being easy starting up. So in the early days of your business, what were some of those challenges that you faced in your industry and how did you overcome those? 
uh, <laughs> the first challenge was just making money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we started it from scratch. So it wasn't like we went out and purchased the business and already had something existing. So the challenge really at first was just trying to figure out exactly what we were going to do. Because the idea, I mean, anyone who starts a business, sometimes, you know, you think you're going to do one thing. And then, you know, the the path just kind of lead, leads you different ways. You're totally. constantly hitting, yeah, you're hitting forks in the road. And so, you know, where I thought we were going to go at the beginning was nowhere near where we ended up. Wow. So when we got started, I was coming out of public accounting and I thought, you know, we're going to start by having seminars. I'm going to teach people about accounting and learning how to read financial reports. And so that's what I was thinking. Um, and I love to teach. So I was like, this is this is where we're going to go. And I remember this again was back in the Washington, D.C. area. And we uh, had raised a lot of money to get the business started. And I remember we had spent I don't even remember how much we spent, but probably twenty five or thirty thousand um, dollars advertising on the radio and some other means trying to get people to come to our, our very first webinar. And I remember walking in. And we were had we had it in a hotel in Bethesda, Maryland. And we had all all this uh, money poured into it. We had food laid out, you know, cookies, and yeah. all the, these different things. And we had three people show oh. up, and one of them, one of them was my was my partner's neighbor. Oh. So, so yeah, it was like okay, well that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just trying to get started and and getting your foot on the ground and and actually moving toward a goal. I think was probably the absolute biggest challenge for us. And, you know, it, it became a, a thing where we went online. I mean, when we started, it was, you know, we had an office. Yeah. Um, and we were mostly working from home at that time, but still we did have an office in Bethesda, Maryland. And so we were trying to do things, you know, one-on-one -on -one kind of, and it just wasn't going to work. It wasn't scalable. Um, and so that's when we kind of made this switch and uh, ended up going on the radio to promote our business and our business at that point became national. Um, and then later on, when I um, started working with stockcharts.com, that's one of the largest financial websites in the world. Our business was at, we were able to actually take it global. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So then when you look at, I guess the growth versus the challenges, um, is there a specific strategy or approach that, you know, has contributed to the success of the company? Well, I think there's been a lot of different reasons for the success. I mean, um, probably the resiliency of me and my partner is probably number one. Uh, we could have we could have ended the business a lot of different times. I mean, it was it was on the brink several times of you know we can't do this much longer. You know, we weren't making much money, and um, but I think it was the intestinal fortitude of me and my partner. Wow. Um, that you know, as I look back on it, I think that was probably the key to us being where we are today is that we never gave up. Wow. And uh, we just continued fighting until finally the right doors opened. Wow. That is so cool. So then looking back, like if you could go back all the way to the beginning, what's one thing you wish you would have known when starting the whole entrepreneurial journey? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. I would say probably the one thing for me would have been just understanding the difficulties that it and the, and the perseverance that it was going to take. Um, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have started it had I known that. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, I think it was just that. You know, you go in with just thinking, "Hey, I'm going to make this work," 
And you just don't realize how many roadblocks you're going to come upon when you start a business from scratch. And I'm sure a lot of folks can relate to that who've tried to start their own businesses. It's not easy, um, but I do think the perseverance, I think you have to have that as an entrepreneur or you're never going to make, you know, where, make it to where you want to go. Right, right. Good, good answer to that. Um, okay, and then last question. Um, since this podcast is heavily focused on wisdom from, you know, people like you who've done it before and gone through those challenges but found success, um, what piece of advice would you give to anyone out there looking to be a business owner like you, maybe in that specific industry as well? Um, well, I think probably the best advice is just to, uh, first of all, you, you really need to be capitalized. Um, you have to be well capitalized. I think most businesses fail. And having been in public accounting, I know that one of the big pieces that uh, ends up um, ruining a business uh, really from the very start is not having enough capital. So you have all these dreams, but then you hit roadblocks and you realize that you've got to do this, this, and this to keep the business going. And it all takes capital. So I think the very first thing is to really try to be realistic about how much money you're going to need to start the business. And then, you know, to get it to where it becomes, um, you know, almost like uh, running on its own, you know, like a smooth running engine. It takes a long time to get there. So, and, and again, from public accounting, my experience there, I think the number one reason most businesses fail is not being capitalized properly. So make sure you've got your investors lined up or maybe you have your own nest egg uh, saved up. But uh, that, that would be my probably my first piece of advice. Okay. And when you say that, are you talking specifically in the industry you're in or you think with any business it's important to have capital? Any business. Yeah. I mean, if you look up reasons businesses fail, you're probably going to see the first one being uh, lack of, of capital. So just not having the money to do the things necessary to grow the business. And that can be a very frustrating part. But even, I mean, if you have a great idea, but you don't have any money and ways to capitalize on it, um, you know, you're probably going to find it's going to be a very quick business, unfortunately. Right. Right. Well, okay. Yay. Great. Great answers. Thank you. Um, okay. And then I told you that I like to do rapid fire questions. So these are just some fun little questions. Um, I'm not sure if you listen to podcasts, but if you do, what is your favorite podcast? Um, I honestly, I don't listen to any, I do my own shows. Um, and I deliberately tried not, if I listen to podcasts, it would probably be in my industry, but I don't like to be swayed. I like to be very objective. You know, when I'm looking at, uh, the stock market and that's really what we do at earnings beats, we provide, I always say we have three pillars. We provide guidance, uh, market guidance, market education, and market research. And so to that end, I really don't want to be swayed. Um, so I guess if I listen to any podcast, it would probably be more sports, okay. Um, okay. sports related than it would be business related because again, I like to try to look at the market objectively. Okay. Um, this is probably my favorite question. Your favorite golf course you've ever golfed. Oh, <laughs> uh, there are a number of them. I would probably say <sighs> sentimentally. I would say it's uh, Latrobe Country Club, um, and that's where Arnold Palmer was. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and it was just, again, it was more sentiment, just walking in there. And I remember going in and, and walking inside the building, and this was after Arnold, Arnold had passed. But I walked into their, like, clubhouse area, and there was a gentleman staying there, and he's like, sir, could you please remove your hat? 
And I was just like, that's right. Arnie never liked having folks wear hats. So it was, it was, uh, it was just the, it wasn't so much the course course was nice. Um, but I think it was more just the atmosphere and knowing that that was kind of like part of history, golf history. I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist, but I think actually playing golf, I would say probably congressional country club. Um, and that's where, uh, Rory McIlroy won the U S open. Okay. Um, but that I would say congressional country club, they've got 36 holes there and that's just a beautiful golf course. Okay. Um, last book you read? Um, probably John Murphy's, uh, he's a uh, well-known technician. Um, but he, uh, published a book called Technical Analysis um, of the Financial Markets. And that was actually some, that's a book I refer back to a lot. Okay. Um, so I, don't, I haven't read it cover to cover recently, but it was one that I did read back probably 20 years ago. And it's literally sitting next to my desk. Um, so every once in a while, I'll pick it up and go in and just, you know, look for something specific. Okay. Best piece of advice you've ever received? Probably from my parents. Just be honest. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try to, that's kind of what I think everybody that is around me or through business or personal or whatever, I, I think that's, hopefully that's one of the first things people think about when they see me. Yeah. Just be honest and be yourself and, yeah. Um, you know, stay the course for your dreams, that sort of thing. And then top goal for 2024. Huh. Um, obviously grow the business. I mean, that's what we are constantly striving for. Um, I'd like to see, you know, both of my kids, you know, continue to grow in the business. They, I'm fortunate enough to have hired both my daughter and my son in the business. So I'd really love to see them grow in the business and learning more and more about the stock market. Awesome. 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 Well, that is all the questions I have. Thank you so much, seriously, for being on the podcast. It's fun to have you and we haven't had anyone in the you know finance industry, so it's awesome to hear from you. Thank you, Izzy. Great to talk to you and great to share my story with everyone. Yes, 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 yes. Um, stay tuned and you can, you'll find it on the platform. <laughs> All right, thanks. And bye, Tom. What a wonderful occasion to have Tom on the podcast. I am so thankful and thank you to any of you guys who are tuning in as well. Tom sure does have some good insights, especially when he mentioned resilience and perseverance and sticking it out. It is not an easy road to be an entrepreneur, but it is so worth it. The journey is awesome. And so thank you, Tom, for again, for sharing your wisdom and your insights. And if any of you have any questions relating to stocks or investments, or maybe want to learn more, Tom is definitely a great resource to reach out to. So his website is earningsbeats.com that is e-a-r-i whoa whoops e-a-r-n-i-n-g-s b-e-a-t-s dot com earningsbeats.com you can find tom there ton of information on there guys go check it out and to all of you guys for listening stay tuned for some future episodes Alrighty, guys have a great day bye